you're welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Palaji Emanuel, and it's a wonderful thing to be here again to discuss with you on Design Talk. Today's discussion is going to be based on a topic which I think is very important for both existing designers and designers who are just coming into the field. Growing as a designer, that's what we'll be talking about. And we know that growing as a designer is a continuous process that involves honing your skills and expanding your knowledge and adapting to the ever-evolving design landscape. We also know that as a designer, this will help you to grow. It will help you change your trajectory. And um, we have some things we have to discuss about, talking about developing a very strong foundation. Foundation matters a lot. And when you have a strong foundation, it saves you from making some costly mistakes, be it life in general or in your career. So today we'll be talking about the foundational principles of design, which include typography, color theory, composition, and layout. You need to understand the specific principles that relate to your field as a creative designer. And now when I talk about creative designer here, it goes beyond just being a graphic designer, you might be a UI UX designer, you might be an editorial designer. And these things are very, very important. These are the basic foundation that guides you. You can't be a designer and you tell me that uh, there's no need for you to learn color theory. Color theory is very important. So these are the strong foundations that you need to know as a designer. Also need to stay abreast with industry trends. We have a lot of industry trends out there now, and uh, the one that is very, very, very common is the use of AI, artificial intelligence in design. Adobe released um, some weeks ago their future on the better Adobe products, whereby you can use AI to generate images that blend with your background. It shows you how technology makes your work easier. And this is also to tell you that AI is not here to take your job. The smart people among you there, we know that AI is to enhance your job, to make the process short. So it's all about you knowing how to master the use of AI and integrate it to your designs. Beyond that, you know that beyond having a good design, what matters is the ideas that give back to the design, the thought process of the design. So keep abreast with industry trends, the tools, the technologies that are coming up and learn more. Follow influential designers, design blogs, websites, attend conferences, design conferences. In your state, you might not really have a lot of design conferences going on, but online we have design conferences that you can be an online participant. If it needs you to pay X amount of money, please do that because at the end of the day, you are investing in yourself. So these conferences, we make you stay informed about the industry development. A lot of things is happening. Thank God for the Nigerian space, where we have uh, a lot of um, top guys in the design industry that are coming together to have nice conferences. So make good use of this, your free time, go for these conferences, connect with creatives, from there, you might meet your destiny helper. You might meet that mentor you belong to meet. 
for a very long time. But because of the conference, the conference brought together the mentor and the mentee. And not just having mentors, but you being willing to learn and also to build connections during those kind of uh, events. You need to also build diverse portfolio, continuously work on your personal projects and contribute to real world projects to build a strong and diverse portfolio. You work on personal projects is a plus for you. And when you work on this project, ensure that they meet real life standards. You have websites whereby you can go there to generate a brief for you to do your identity project. Give it a shot. Uh, try as much as possible to be disciplined in the process of you uh, delivering that personal project. Note, this is your project. Tomorrow, it becomes your portfolio. The next day, it might be worth to land your dream job. Never give up. Keep building. Keep improving. And this will help you a lot. You also need to showcase skills and design styles that demonstrate your versatility because we have range of skills that you need to showcase to make you stand tall as a designer. Now, note that you are growing, you're starting from somewhere and the fact that you're starting from somewhere doesn't mean that you will not be the best in your field. What matters is that you keep growing, you keep building, you keep building. Today, when you build and you fall, you stand up, you rebuild, you learn new tricks, you learn new skills. And at the end of the day, it sticks with you. It's not your mentor skill, nor is it uh, your friend's skill. This thing sticks with you. So that's why you need to invest in yourself. So it shows you that growing as, growing as a designer means investing in self. This is an investment that will never go bad. It will never go wrong. Seek constructive feedbacks you need to share your work with your peers and when i mean sharing your work with your peers note your work at that moment is not meant for the public domain you don't go to big and graphics design group and drop your works and receive criticism knowing fully well that you are just starting you need someone who can guide you just like a baby who they give birth to some weeks ago, the baby can't withstand some certain weather because it is harsh. As a designer, exposing yourself to big groups is harsh for you, basically. So you need a mentor. You need someone that you can relate with as a guide. Set of friends who are willing to learn. People who are better than you. Share your work with them. Get uh, constructive feedback from them. You also need to be open to critics. And because this is going to refine your designs and improve your skill, never be a designer who never received critics. <laughs> you are just heading for destruction in the design uh, journey. So open your mind. The best of your work might not satisfy your clients. All you need to know is that you need to get a defined brief. Have good communication with your clients. That's what we'll talk about collaboration and communication skills firstly for the communication skills it it helps you a lot the business of design relating with your clients to be relating with your returning clients your communication skill is top-notch when you have a top-notch communication skill it helps your work it helps you grow it helps you connect collaboration tool is something you also need to understand that design is often more of a collaborative process. 
you need to learn how to effectively communicate and collaborate with your teammates, stakeholders, and clients. You can't do it all by yourself. When I started the design journey, this is just a personal story. I started a design journey. I thought I could do all things myself, but I think I got help along the way. At some point in my journey, I had to work with a creative agency and trust me, we had the best then. The best of the best that we are all teammates. That's where I saw that collaboration gives you the best. I learned it there that you mustn't do everything yourself. There are some things that some individuals are gifted in. When you have collaborative spirit, it builds strength. Your client trusts you more and you tend to get good jobs your way. Some people are scared of, oh, if I collaborate with this guy, or more, this guy can steal my client. It doesn't work that way. What is yours is yours. What is not yours is not yours. One thing you should understand is that when you share with people, your network gets enlarged. For instance, I'm a graphic designer and I don't do motion graphics. Yes, I meet up with one of my clients and I've been a returning designer. The client is like a retainer for me. I'm on international with the clients now and the client says, oh, I need motion graphics and this and this. The client is going to meet me first of all because I'm perceived to be an authority in the field. That's why the client trusted me to do their job. So when the client meets me, he says, oh, Emmanuel, I need a motion graphics designer. Do you do motion graphics? I said, no, but I have someone in my team that does that. Now, I've extended the olive branch to my friend who is a motion graphic designer and he gets the job done. And before you know, if there's any job, you already have a community of creative that you do jobs together. When your friend who is a motion graphic designer has a job that's do with design, he's going to reach out to you. And your daily bread is made for that period. So it shows that collaborative spirit is just the next thing, the best next thing you ever do as a designer in the creative field. Learn to be collaborative. You also need to stay organized. Learn to maintain a workflow. Establish efficient workflow to manage your design projects effectively. When you have a workflow, you won't be tossed to and fro as to what to do, what next to do. You also need to um, utilize project management tools for time tracking. And uh, we have time tracking softwares that you can use to help you tune down the noise. The reasons why you need to maintain a workflow is that it will help you to be more productive. For instance, this is my own personal experience. I remember there was a time I had to do a lot of jobs together and I felt that, oh, this week, this day, I'm going to do three of this project. To make myself productive, what I had to do was just to cut off every form of communication for that period of time. It doesn't happen frequently. So anyone that gets across to me and says I'm not available to receive call, we'll drop a message. I'll attend to the message once I'm done with the work I'm doing. So at the end of the day, when I look at my to-do list, I see that I collect all my tasks for the day. So have a workflow you use behind the same process of what you've done. You've done a design and people are like, wow, I love this design. 
try as much as possible to jot down things because at the end of the day for instance people are scared of putting content online but one thing that helps you is that when you do a job this workflow you have on ground when you take a bit of the workflow and you post it online people appreciate it because they want to see what led to the process the process rather they want to see the process that led to the final result so don't be afraid of having a good workflow it helps you manage your your, your work life give you balance and uh, at the end of the day you become productive embrace continuous learning no one is an island of knowledge you need to stay curious and embrace a growth mindset as a designer seek opportunities to learn new design techniques and softwares or skills these are things that will keep you in front of your game there's always a learning curve and when you learn very well you execute what you've learned you apply it to real life problems you say that you have results take advantage of online tutorials courses workshop and certifications to enhance your design knowledge these are good things you need to do invest in yourself when you invest in yourself it pays you more on the long run or we talk about ethics you need to stay ethical and respect copyright understand intellectual property rights and respect copyright laws and licenses so that you don't have a lawsuit slammed against your brand or your person in the nearest future you don't want to spend the little money you've earned in a lawsuit case avoid plagiarism and create original designs while giving appropriate credit to the work of others don't pick people's work turn it to yours and you are not giving credit to them when you talk about plagiarism you just pick someone's design you take change the text there you change the logo there you put your face there and you call it your design you just told and if you are in a country that respects intellectual property you might go to jail for that so avoid plagiarism learn to give appropriate credit to other people's work if you're posting someone's work let them know who did the job put it credit so so and so designs so so and so creative it helps you um grow because people will respect you that this guy is not all for himself he tries as much as possible to ensure that other people who are doing well are known and are seen out there you also need to seek professional development opportunities where there's a need for you to join a professional design organization or association to network with fellow designers and assess resources and educational opportunities please do so because this helps you there's no too much data you can have but there's something I'll tell people avoid information overload it's a different thing to have a lot of information out there but when you have this information you don't apply them to solve real life problem they become redundant i remember that i was once in that position at the early stage of my design whereby i had lot of tutorials <laughs> then i remember that i had a 1 terabyte external hard drive and half of it was more of tutorials trust me i didn't watch up to 30% 
of those tutorials because what I needed was not just the tutorial, but once I understand how to use some functions on the application, then my idea comes to life. The main thing is your idea. What are your thought process? What is coming out from your brain? What are you thinking about? When you think more, you, you tend to give out good designs. So that's one thing that keeps you above anytime in your game. So consider attending design workshops too, webinars, or obtaining relevant certifications to enhance your professional credentials. This will help you a lot. We have a lot of people that study design at um, graduate level, that's university level. But you as a designer who just left school as maybe you studied a different course, but because of your passion for design, you moved into designs. When you become so good, try as much as possible, if you can, to do some certifications. They help you to, to uh, enhance your professional credentials. And the last but not the least is that you need to reflect. Reflect and iterate. I remembered some years ago, I did some designs and after those designs, I had to just go back to my social media page and check what I've done like four years ago, three years ago. And I saw that, wow, there's growth. There's growth. I remember my mentee also reached out to me one day and said, all I could see is growth. You keep evolving. You keep evolving. That's how it should be. Any human that chooses not to grow, we die naturally. It's just that. So embrace growth. Embrace feedback from your clients and end users because this will help you iterate and refine your designs. I've gotten some feedback from some clients and trust me, those feedbacks were objective. And for, some with, uh, for someone like me, rather, I would prefer that you give me feedback. And when I, when I see that, oh, this is making sense. For someone like me, feedback is something I look forward to when I'm working with a client. So it's some might be negative. I take it like that. So one thing I tell designers is that build resilience. Build resilience as a designer. You don't, not everything they say to you should get at you at all. Not everything you are being told should get at you. Remember that growing as a designer is a lifelong journey and it requires dedication. It requires passion and the commitment to continuous improvement. You improve continuously. And by following this, it helps you become the best. Your professional growth will be faster. It makes you more competent. It makes you take in new challenges, things you've never done. But because you have the basics of designs, you are ready to take on any new challenge. And you'll be, be the best at what you do. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I look forward to sharing more insights with you in the next podcast. Stay tuned.